Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Let's get into God's Word. I'm going to just speak to you this morning from what I've been sharing with you over the last few weeks out of a series that I've called Faith, Hope, and Love. And today is really the final message unless the Lord was to direct me in a different way going forward. I know next Sunday we have the Celebration of Hope service, but today is the, I feel like it's, we're going to just finish this series called Faith, Hope, and Love. Now, I shared with you a few weeks ago when we kicked off this series about faith, I shared with you all about how we live in a, we live in a culture now that's really a, a place of just we live in the world of information overload. How many of you know that? That everywhere you turn, everywhere you look, there's information coming at us. And, and the reason that we're, we're given information, the reason that information is coming at us 24-7 a day, all day long, is because information is given to us to motivate us to do something or be prepared to do something. We get information about the weather and it prepares us for what might be coming. We get information about different things and, and what we go through in our world around us and it, it motivates us to prepare for those things. But we live in a, in a, in a, a culture that's information overload. And 2,000 years ago, Jesus, uh, he gave some very prophetic information to us that would motivate us in our life, uh, whether it's in our present situation. Even though he was speaking 2,000 years ago, prophetically this information is for all of us that are here today or those that are watching today. Uh, and this prophetic information that Jesus gave us is given to us to, to motivate us to, to be ready to do something. And Jesus gave prophetic information in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 12. And prophetically, this information, he was looking into the, the last days that we are living in right now. And Jesus said that in the last days, there's going to be this increase in wickedness. And he says the love of most will grow cold. He said he looked out into the future and he gives this information that we can apply to our life today. He says, listen, there's going to be an increase in wickedness. Some of you know there's an increase in wickedness. And the love of most, not all, but most will grow cold. And Jesus said this, as we get information of all the wickedness that has taken place in the world around us in these last days, God's people have to be careful because if we're not, we could find our love growing cold. Because of what we see happening around us. And the Apostle Paul, he picked up on this prophetic information that was given. And Paul reminded the church of something very powerful. Paul reminded us that no matter what we have going on in this, in this world, that's always changing. How many of you know that the world you live in right now can change like that? One phone call, whatever, your whole world can change. And Paul says no matter uh, what you're walking through in this life, that in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, that all these things can be unstable around you. All these things can be uncertain. Uh, it can be ever-changing. But I want you to know there's three things that are going to remain, and that is faith, hope, and love. 
and love is the greatest. The greatest of these is love. And so we need to remember this morning that no matter, no matter how wild and how wicked uh, things get in this world, no matter how wild things get in our life in this present moment, there's going to be three things that always remain. Yes, your situations may be shaky, but you need to know this today. Three things are going to remain. Faith, hope, and love. Paul says when, when this world around us and people start to feel faithless and hopeless and loveless, guess what? God's people can, we can walk in faith, hope, and love. We can. We can do it. And today I want to focus on how we can remain in love. And I'm, I'm just kind of abbreviating some things here from my notes and that I want to share with you just for the sake of time, but we're going to focus on love because love, Paul says, is the greatest. God's love is the greatest love. He says the church, listen, the church in the last days, we need to remain in faith and we need to remain in hope, but the greatest thing in God's eyes for us to do is to make sure that we remain in love. God wants his people to love one another. Come on, church. As, as, it, as there's an increase in wickedness, people's love can grow cold. But God says, I want you to remain in love because love is the greatest. God's people, that's you, that's me, we should be expressing the love of God to a world around us that's lacking in love. How many of you know the world that we live in right now could use a big dose of love? Come on. The church needs to remain in love because love is powerful. Love, love breaks down walls. Uh, love overcomes hatred. Love gives hope to the hopeless. Love builds bridges. Love changes hearts and, and love changes people. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sin. Listen, our greatest force for reaching humanity for Jesus Christ is love. And the Bible says... That love should be the mark of every follower of Christ. Raise your hand this morning if you're a follower of Christ. Then your life ought to be marked by the love, the greatest love of all, the love of God. John chapter 13, this is what Jesus said. He says, a new command I give you is to love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Listen to me this morning, church, please. Our love for one another is a love that comes from Jesus. That's what he just said. The love that we have and that we express into others is a love that comes from Christ. What kind of love is it? The Bible describes it. God's great love is an agape love. That's a word that we really can't even describe, but agape love is an unconditional love. It's an undeserving love. It's an unending love. Agape love is the greatest love is the greatest love. God's love is the greatest love. The Bible says that God is love. We love because God first loved us. Amen. This morning, early, I was praying for this service, praying for you that the, God would pour out His love upon our hearts and didn't even realize it. But I had received a text message during that prayer time from Ethan's dad, Lane. Lane texted me this morning. 
you know what I could do? I don't normally bring my phone to the pulpit, but I'm bringing it today because I want to read to you this text. And what I really could do is read it to you, close up the Bible, and we could go ahead and be finished because this is the sermon for the day. His son is there in Chapel Hill right now. We just prayed for him. He's fighting for his life. little after 6 a.m. this morning. This is from Lane Sutton, Ethan's dad. I just had a God lesson. Your scripture on faith, hope, and love. I now understand why the greatest is love. My faith is deep. My hope is strong. But after the love that has been poured out on Ethan and us by humans, can you even imagine? I can't even imagine God's love. He isn't just a really good guy that happens to love you as a bonus. God is love. There would be no love without him. All the love poured out on us originates in him. So when we show love toward others, we're actually just given a glimpse of God. The most important scripture in the Bible begins, For God so loved the world. That's from a man this morning that knows that the love that he feels from everybody in this church is a love that is coming from God. He knows something about the greatest love. Friend, there's power in the love of God. It's an unconditional love. It's an undeserving love. It's an unending love. And the Bible gives us a picture of what this love looks like. This, this picture of this agape love, this greatest love. There's a picture of it found in 1 Corinthians. And we haven't even looked at this yet, but I'm backing up from verse 13. And, and be ready because you, you, your toes are going to hurt here in just a minute. What is agape love? Love is patient. Why'd they put that in there? Lord... Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. Love is not proud. Love is not rude. Love is not self-seeking. Love is not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. And love always protects. And love always trusts. And love always hopes. And love always perseveres. And love never fails. Love never fails. Friend, listen to me this morning. Everything that we do in our daily life should be done in this great love. Every, every deed, every work, every action, every reaction, every conversation, every interaction should be done in the love of God. How many of you know this morning that's impossible to do in our own strength? It's impossible to do in our own strength. This kind of great love, like Lane said, can only come from God. This love originates from God. He's the source of love. He is love. And the good news this morning, as we kind of look at some things here, God wants to pour out his love upon your life today. In Romans 5, 5, the Bible says this. God poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. God has poured out his love into our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit that's being given us. How, how many of you want to receive this great love in your life? God, pour out your love into our hearts. We need to pray that this morning. Come on. 
God, pour out your love into my heart by the power of your Holy Spirit that's being given to us. God, pour out your love upon your people right now. We're living in a day and there's darkness and there's wickedness and sometimes all the information is so overwhelming and we find something happening to our heart and sometimes it feels like our love may be growing cold. And friend, if that's you this morning, you need to get in the presence of God and say, Lord, pour out your love on me. Pour out your love on me. God's love poured out can heal your hurts. God's love poured out in you can heal that brokenness. God's love poured out can heal that bitterness. God's love poured out can heal that marriage. It can heal that family issue. It can heal that friend issue, that work issue. All you need to do is get in the presence of God and say, God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, pour your love into me. We need God more than ever to pour his love into our hearts. Come on, think about our homes across this land. Think about some of the homes in our community right now. Think about our own community. Think about the state that we live in right now, the nation that we live in right now, the world that we live in right now. If we've ever needed a great outpouring of the love of God, it's the day that we live in. We need it. There's so much anger, so much hatred, and so much division. God, may God's people listen. When all those things are taking place, Paul says, Listen, don't let it shake you. You can still walk in faith. You can still walk in hope. And you can still walk in love. When everybody's attacking one another and there's anger, there's division, people are throwing stones at one another. No, God's people, you can walk in love because love is the greatest. It's the love is the greatest. When the love grows cold, we need to get into the presence of God. Because when you let the love of God poured out upon your heart you know what you'll be able to love all people you'll be able to love all people guess what we're going to have people to walk through our doors they may not look like you but you know what that's all right we we love God we love people we love all people God loves people and so we need the love of God poured out upon our hearts so we can love all people. We need the love of God poured out upon our hearts so we can seek the lost and serve the suffering. Listen, unless you have a, a love that has been poured out upon your heart from God, you will never find yourself seeking the lost. And you'll never find yourself serving the suffering because it will always be about you and it will be always a selfish motive. But when you have the love of God poured out, it will be a sacrificial love and you'll care that somebody's in sin and you'll care that somebody's on their way to hell and you'll do everything you can to reach him with the love of God. That's why we need the love of God poured out upon our hearts so we can love the unlovable and even love our enemies. Hello? That we can love those that irritate you. Now, some of y'all are looking at people right now. Don't do that. Jesus. You need, you, you need to have the love of God poured out upon you to be able to love those that have injured you. Come on, I'm telling the truth. That's why we need to, to pray, pour out your love. In fact, let's stop right here. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, pour out your love into our hearts right now, Lord, that we can love the lost and we can love the unlovable, God, and we can love those that have lashed out at us and we can love those that have injured us and irritated us, God. We can love our enemies, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, fill every heart here, God, with your love. Fill my heart, God, with love. Pour it. Pour it out right now. Pour it out, Lord. 
It's an endless supply of love. You are love. Pour it out into every life here. Some of us, I believe, have a hard time receiving this love and giving this love for whatever reason. I, I think maybe some of you never, you never had love expressed to you, maybe growing up in, in your home or whatever, for whatever reason. Maybe you never heard, I love you growing up. Some people just have a hard time saying, I love you. I, I love being uh, in situations with others, and I'll tell them I love them, and they say, I'll see you later. Come on, hey, men, men, it's okay for you to say I love you. Come on, in fact, right now on the count of three, men, say I love you. One, two, three. And that was weak. <laughs> Listen to the women. Women, on the count of three, one, two, three. I and I love you too. <laughs> men, let's one more time. One, two, three. All right, that sounded good. Now we've made some traction today, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. And I love all of you. I love you, even though you're all from Southern Wayne. I love you. I love you, brother. You know, I think a lot of us, we have a hard time loving because of some labels that have been placed over our life coming up. I know I've felt that way before. You, you got these labels over your life and it hinders you from receiving the love of God and it hinders you from giving the love of God. Some of you have a hard time with love because of some bitterness and brokenness and it's kept you from receiving and giving that love. Maybe there's some trust issues of something that maybe happened to you in your life and, and because of those trust issues and those insecurities or whatever reason that you, you have this issue of being able to receive and to give that love. Maybe anger and resentment has kept you from receiving and giving the love of God. Maybe your uh, past hurts or your present hurts right now have kept you from receiving and giving love. God, Listen, I want to tell you something today. God wants to take all that mess right there and he wants to exchange it today for his great love. He wants to, he wants to pour out his love upon your heart today by the power of his Holy Spirit. Come on. When, when you feel like your love is, is growing cold, what you need to do is get alone and just have a fresh encounter with the Lord. Get alone with the Lord and have a fresh and just say, Lord, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. And, and I promise you, God will, will fill you. He'll pour out his love upon you. And you know what you'll be? I thought about all these uh, workers here that represent these schools. They're going to they're gonna go walking into these schools. You know what we need in our schools right now? We need some love walkers and some love talkers. You know what we need in our community today? We need some love walkers and some love talkers. There's enough people out there already that can bash. I mean, just get on social media. I can't even take it no more. I'm talking about Christian people. Come on, friend. Mama said if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. So, Lord, help us to be love walkers and love talkers. I got a picture of two men right here I want to show to you. That's Pastor Doug Bartlett on your left and Lee Grady on the right. You know what I'm sandwiched between right there? Two love walkers and two love talkers. Those guys right there, they have, 
They have expressed love to me every time I walk in a room, whether they're all together or one by themselves. It never fails. Uh, They're going to tell me they love me, and most of the time they're going to give me a big old bear hug, and they just express love. Listen, it never fails. They always show love. These two men, they never have a problem expressing the love of God. No matter any time you walk into a room with them, you're going to be told that you're loved, and chances are by the one on the right that's holding his grandson right there, he's going to give you a bear hug like you never had before. And you know what I want to be? I want to be that same person that when people walk in the room, when they walk in the room, they pick up real quick. You know what? This man loves me. Don't you want to be that person? You want to be that person that, uh, like Lee and like Pastor Doug that have no problem showing God's great love? Let's be the person. I wrote it here. Let's be the person that when somebody walks in the room, they know right away that we love them. Let's be that person in the room that showers people with God's great love. Don't be the person that gives off the vibe that you don't care and you hate them. Let God's love flow through you to others. Let God's love flow to you so it can go through you to others. What person are you going to be in the room? I heard somebody say, are you going to be the person they shout hallelujah when you walk in or are you going to shout hallelujah when you walk out? Come on, let's be that person in the room that lets everybody know that we love them. And listen, you can't work this love up. You're not going to wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, Today, I'm going to love, I'm going to love, I'm going to love. Because by 1 p.m., instead of giving someone love, you're going to be giving somebody a piece of your mind. You cannot stir up this love. You cannot work up this love. This love only comes by being poured out by God, by the work of the Holy Spirit. We need this love. We need this love. We need this love to fill us. It's the kind of love the Bible says, listen, it's not a shallow love. You get around some people and they tell you they love you and you know right away it's a shallow love. You can't fake this love. You can't fake it. It can't be shallow. In fact, Peter says that we're to love one another with a deep love. It can't be a shallow love. It has to be a a deep love. And I want to ask you this morning, are you having a hard time loving a certain person in your life with a deep love? Don't raise your hand, please. My counsel to you would be get alone in the presence of God. When people come to me and they they say, you know what, I'm just having difficulty in, in loving someone or whatever it may be, all I can say is, you know what, just get into the presence of God. Ask for a fresh outpouring of his love to be poured out upon you so you can love this person and have a love that goes deep, deep love, not a shallow love. And I say to you today, are you angry with somebody today? Are you holding a grudge against someone today? Are you looking to pay back somebody for something that they've done to you? Are you irritated with a certain person? If that's you, friend, you need to get alone in the presence of God and say, Lord, pour out your love, Lord. Pour out your love that it'll be a deep love for this person because love keeps no records of wrong. I said it again. Love keeps no record of wrong. No record, not, not, not some that we can pull it back and throw it in their face. And I'm not minimizing what people have been through because I know there's real pain, there's real hurt, but I know what the Scriptures say, and the Scripture says love keeps no record of wrongs. In fact, love, it, love will always let it go. 
Love will let it go. I heard a lady say one time she was having some issues with another person and she was ready to go ahead and settle it. And she said, wait right here, Jesus, I'll be back. How many of you know it don't work that way? Jesus is watching. He's with you. And he'll give you a deep love for that person. Sometimes you got to let it go. Sometimes you got to let some things go. Listen, whatever it is that somebody's done to you as far as the injury or, or, or hurt or whatever it may be, you just have to let, just let it go. Just let it go and give it to the Lord. Don't try to make excuses. You got to let go of your excuses. I know how a lot of us work because I've been there. No, but see, that you, don't know what, you don't know what they did. You, you don't know how they just walked all over my family. You don't know the insults. You don't know what they did to my child. You don't know. So I'm justified right now. I believe, you know, I'm getting ready to take care of this right now myself. We make excuses to not be able to love someone. You know what? Let it go. Let the excuses go. In the name of Jesus right now, I feel it. Let it, let it go. Please let it go. Let the offense go, let the, let the hurt go, let the pain go, let it go. And just ask God to pour out his love right now into your heart, into your heart. Because love is the most excellent way. It's the most excellent way. We're called to love deeply. There's a calling over your life right now. There's a calling over your life, and that is to love one another deeply. Do you want to walk in that calling from God? Do you want to walk in that high calling from God that I'm going to love people with a deep love? Then, friend, listen, you need to ask God to pour out his love upon you. In fact, the Bible says that we're nothing without God's love. We're nothing. You can stand up here and preach. You can stand up here and sing. But without the love of God, we're nothing. You can walk around and thump your Bible all day long and look good and claim you're a follower of Christ. But without love, you're nothing. Hmm. Mm, that felt good. Here's what God's Word says. Paul said this right here. That you can have all the spiritual gifts in the world, but without love or nothing. You can talk in tongues. You can have the gift of prophecy. You can sing like no one else. You can, you can sing like the, some of the greatest praise singers on this stage. You can preach like Billy Graham. But without love, you're a clanging cymbal. Without love, we're nothing. Without love, we're nothing. You can preach about it, you can sing about it, but unless you have love that, that moves you to action, then you have nothing. Because love is action. Listen to me, love is action. Love is the act of giving what you've been given. Are you giving people what you've been given? Because you know what? I've been given mercy, I've been given grace, I've been given forgiveness, I've been given love. Are you giving what's been given to you? Because Jesus is the perfect model of that. I mean, look at him on the cross there at Calvary. And, and what is he doing? He's praying for those that are there that are uh, crucifying him. And, and there's a great model there of Jesus himself. He wants us to reflect that love by giving love to others. Listen, we need to be agents of love, carriers of love. The Bible says to do everything in love. Love should be the motive in all we do. Love should overflow out of the relationship that we have with Jesus. 
If you're not loving, then it might be that you need to spend some more time in your relationship with Jesus, growing in your, in your walk with Jesus. Because, listen to me, we need to rejoice today in the fact that we know the Lord and we know his love. Rejoice in the cross of Christ because there is where the greatest love was demonstrated. Rejoice today. And I know what some of you are saying. Well, you know what? I'm not sure what my life holds. I, I don't know what's going to happen right now. But can I tell you, if that's you this morning and you're just not sure about what the future looks like for you, you can still rejoice because Jesus loves you. You're, you're not sure uh, about the things going forward because your whole life has been changed in a moment. You can still rejoice because Jesus loves you. Man. I couldn't tell Ethan enough on Friday to just get into his ear. Jesus loves you, Ethan. And I'll get into every ear here today that is listening and tell you that Jesus loves you. I'm sorry you're walking through what you're going through. I wish that we could wave a wand and it would all change in a moment. But you know what? Life is hard. There's a real enemy out there. But even with all that going on, I can declare to you today that Jesus loves you. He loves you and he's with you. You might be here today and you're struggling to have peace. Jesus loves you. You may be here today and you're struggling to have a real joy in your life. Jesus loves you. You may be here today and you're overcome with worry. Jesus loves you. You're here today and you're struggling with fear. Jesus loves you. You're here today and you're struggling with some insecurities. Jesus loves you. You're struggling with doubts about your life. Oh, listen to me, friend. If you're here today and you're struggling about your life and whether there's any value to it at all, listen to me. Don't you consider suicide. You know something today. Jesus loves you. He can save you and turn your life around there's value in your life he loves you he loves you the Bible says in Jude to keep yourselves in the love of God you know what that means that if you just study that, that phrase there keep yourselves in the love of God it means you just rest in the love of God just rest in the love of God I'm waking up today, and my world has been flipped upside down, but I'm going to sit right here, and I'm going to rest in the love of God. Things are going on with my family. Things are going on in my relationships. Things are going on with my finances. But you know what? I'm going to rest in the love of God. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. He loves me, and he's going to help me. I can rejoice, and I can rest because I know Jesus loves me. And I know what some of you are here today and you may be watching. And when I say these things, I say them because I have felt it my own life. You may feel unlovable, but unlovable today because maybe your past, maybe because of some baggage that you're carrying right now that just you know it's not right with God and Whatever, I don't know what your whatever is, but I know that I can tell you today, friend, no matter what your past may be, no matter what baggage you're carrying right now, that God loves you. He loves you. He loves you with a sacrificial love. He loves you with an everlasting love. He loves you with an undeserving love. We don't deserve it. How do I know that the Lord loves you? How do I know the Lord loves me? Because he sent his son Jesus to die for me and die for you. Oh, my goodness. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come. Romans 5.8 says that God demonstrated his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
Did you hear what I just said? Listen, he says, God demonstrates his love, his own love, his own love, not our love, his love. It's just oceans of oceans of, of love being poured out that never ends. He demonstrates this love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, far away from God, Christ died for us. John 3, 16, Lane Sutton's already preached it to us. For God so loved, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We've talked about rejoicing in the love and resting in the love of God. But I ask you this question right now. Have you received the love of God through Jesus Christ? Have you received that love? It's a a forgiving love. It's a restoring love. It's a new life love. (laughs) It's a love that's unexplainable. Like some songwriters put it, it's an amazing love. It's an amazing love. So many people searching for love in in one bad relationship after the other. They're looking for love in a in a pill, in a bottle. They're looking for love in a club somewhere. They're looking for love and looking for love online can I tell you friend if that's you and you're looking for love in all those places you're definitely looking for love in the wrong place you need to look to Jesus Christ and look to the cross and receive that love in your life today listen I'm just telling you right now I don't know what's happening I don't know what the Lord's doing. But I'm resting in Him and I'm rejoicing in Him and I'm trusting that He's got a plan. And I thank God for His love. But all I can tell you is today, friend, if you have not received Him, please don't waste another breath. You wake up every day and you think you're just going to go through life and it's going to be a normal day and bam, I'm telling the truth. And some of you think just because you've walked in the door today and you've come to church, you mean that you're, I'm good, I'm good. No, that don't mean you've received the love of God. You receive the love of God by faith. The Bible says that you you turn from your sin and you, you believe in your heart that God was, He raised Jesus from the dead and You know that Jesus took your place on the cross and you confess him as Lord over your life. Does it mean you're going to be perfect? No, but you know what it means? By faith, I receive the work of Christ. I admit that I'm a sinner. I ask him to wash me by his blood. And by faith, I know I've been cleansed. I've been forgiven. By faith, I receive that gift of eternal life. And I turn. I turn to Christ. And I commit my life to him. And some of you have played game after game with him. 
And he just sent me this way today to tell you he loves you. He's not mad with you. But he's reaching out to you one more time so you can receive his love in your life. And you can be saved. He's reaching out to you one more time. Call on him. Do it. If you can muster up one more breath, one more word, just say, Jesus, save me. Oh, Jesus. Lord, I pray for every heart here. Lord, speak to them. Speak to them. Friend, would you bow your head? No one looking around. Please be very reverent, please. You're here this morning and you've heard this message on love. And you're ready to receive it. Right there where you are, you can just say, Jesus, I'm ready to receive your love, your forgiveness, your mercy, your grace in my life. I'm ready to turn from that sin. I'm ready to commit my life to you, Lord. Here I am. I surrender. I surrender everything to you right now, Lord. Fill me, Lord, with your love. Fill me, God. Poured out upon my heart by your Holy Spirit that's been given to me. And I receive that love right now by faith. By faith. Come on, you, you, your feelings may not change. It's by faith. Right there where you are, come on, listen to me. If you're not sure heaven's in your future, you're not, you're not certain there's a relationship with you and the Lord. You know it. He's, the Holy Spirit's speaking to you. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on him right now. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, save me. Save me. Thank you, Lord. I receive that salvation now. I receive that gift now. I receive your love that covers a multitude of sin. I'm a new creature in Christ. Heaven is in my future. I receive that now in your name, in your name.